You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for supporting The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Sarah, have you ever led a youth retreat or say a lock-in or some sort of youth activity before? I have not, actually. Mm-hmm. I've the, been part of one. Have not led one. Have, the, have you? I'm a DCE, <laughs> so yes. That's not the answer. <laughs> However, does the thought of like leading a youth retreat intimidate you at all? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, we have some friends to help you out. Oh, good. Our friends at Higher Things have put together some great resources when it comes to sharing the good news of Jesus, making Christ known to youth and young adults. Joining us today, Kristen Sanchez. She's events executive for Higher Things. Kristen, welcome back to the Coffee Hour. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. I, I finally have like gotten things like cleaned up from like my shoes cleaned up from higher things this summer. Uh, things <laughs> okay, were a little, rained. Yes, we got every day. soaked walking like around flooding rain at higher things this summer at SIU Carbondale. It was yeah. a great conference. It was a great way to remember your baptism walking oh, yes, around right. and pouring All down day. rain. Yes. Well, and you're welcome because we haven't had a rainy conference in probably a decade. So we did that just for you guys this year. Thank you. I appreciate day. that. It was fantastic. I mean, it was an adventure. Could have been 110 degrees, and I would prefer rain. Yeah. (laughs) No, we had that the week after in San Antonio, and that wasn't great either. (laughs) No, no. Then you, (laughs) then you're just sweating the whole time, which is a different thing. (laughs) Another remembrance of your baptism. (laughs) Exactly. Well, I know I enjoyed all the learning that I got to do at the Higher Things Conference this summer. I know there are conferences coming up this summer, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit in the second half of the program. Mm -hmm. But as I was uh, sharing a little bit ago with Sarah asking if she was intimidated about the idea of (laughs) leading a youth retreat, Higher Things has put together some great resources called Retreat in a Box. Mm -hmm. So do you really like put a whole bunch of youth in a box and call it a retreat? (laughs) Well, isn't that what we do every Sunday when we gather together in church? right? We just put a bunch of people in a box and receive the <laughs> gifts of God together. Um, oh, let's man. just do it with kids. That was good. That was, she did yeah. a very nice job. That was that. witty. What nice is, <laughs> what is retreat in a box? Retreat in a box is our way of, of helping congregations. So like, like you mentioned, our mission statement is to make the gifts of Christ Jesus known to youth and young adults. But we understand that, you know, we at Higher Things don't sort of have access to those kids every day and every week throughout the rest of the year. So we want to also resource the congregations and the pastors who were given to care for them the rest of the year when they're not gathering with us at conferences. And so Retreat in a Box is one of the ways that we're able to do that. And what it is, is, is that we provide sort of all of the materials that you would need to plan a retreat or an event or whatever works for you or your congregation and make it easy and accessible for you. And we're talking administrative things and catechesis, uh, teaching and worship materials and and just the fun that goes into all those things too. And so we want to give that all to you and make it accessible. So what does that look like? How would how would I use that in my own church or in a circuit or a district? What does that look like practically? Yeah, so you can either get it as a physical down or a physical purchase of like a zip drive that comes to you in the mail, or you can get it as a download. So I'm so sorry, there's not an actual box that's, that oh. this retreat comes in. I know. Yes. I'm hoping maybe someday. Can you imagine opening up a little gift box and you know? 
there it is. But help pops a retreat. <gasps> yeah, there it is. <laughs> like have retreat, will send. But no, we've got administrative help. So you've got budget templates for various different ways to put it on, whether that's you putting on a retreat in your own congregation, or maybe you're joining up with another congregation in your circuit and how you would you sh- uh, share the finances between the two. So you've got budget templates, you've got sample schedules. If you want to run this like a Friday or a Saturday, or if you want it as a run it as a one day event, you've got opportunities to to change up the ideas there. You've got different timelines that you can run. So it tells you what to do six months ahead of time. It tells you what to do three months ahead of time. It tells you what to do two weeks ahead of time so that you're all ready to go. You've got meal and snack planning guides because it's probably important to give the high school kids that you're gathering together some food. We find that they get hungry, you know, when you could put them into a box. (laughs) So we give you different options for that, different meal plans and things like that. And just uh, a registration form so that you know who's coming and things like that. So we just make it easy for you to kind of know the admin side of things because a lot of times, yeah, you can get everybody together, but if you don't really know what you're doing leading up to that, then it just becomes a little chaotic. So we give you all of those resources. And then sort of the main event of it is our, the catechesis that goes with it. So we gather two pastors together and we've filmed three different plenary sessions Typically, that's one pastor talking at you for 30 to 45 minutes. The second one's another pastor talking at you for 30 to 45 minutes on the topic. And then the third is a conversation that they go back and forth in. And so we actually have three of them released. The first, we're going through the chief parts of the catechism. We've got the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the newest release is the Lord's Prayer. And they just talk about the contents of of that teaching for you. Uh, They teach the catechism at you. And in a way that is really accessible to the youth and will grab their attention and keep their attention. And of course, it's video. So if you need to do some standing and brain breaks and things like that, you've got the freedom to do that. And along with that, there's a bunch of review activities and access to like heads up games and taboo games and the Kahoot quiz and things like that, which your kids are all familiar with from school and, and things like that. So really great teaching that centers the kids in the catechismal teaching. And then we provide a bunch of opportunities for worship. And we understand that because this retreat might look different, depending on where you're putting it on and how you're putting it on. We want to make sort of the the worship resources available for you to use however works for you in that place. So we have three sermons that are prepared, one for a matin service, one for a vesper service, and one for an evening prayer service. Two of them are filmed and recorded. They all three have manuscripts. They all three have outlines because we know that it might be a DCE putting this on. And so they're not going to get in the pulpit and preach, but they can show a video of a pastor preaching during that time. Or it might be a pastor who just doesn't have a whole lot of time to write his own sermon on the propers that are provided. And so he can use the outline and preach from that. Um, Or maybe he just wants to give the manuscript. Um, And then we've got propers and a worship booklet for all three of those services, plus a Compline service that doesn't have a sermon uh, incorporated into it. But we want to teach the groups that are gathered together sort of that daily rhythm of praying and being in the word alongside this teaching that's presented on, on the on the catechism and everything. And then we know that there's going to be time for fun too. So there's a bunch of icebreaker opportunities and a bunch of different fun games. My favorite that's provided is one called Bigger and Better, where you start with a paperclip and you go around to the neighborhood around you and you knock on the door and say, would you provide me something bigger and better than this paperclip? And then you kind of build out from there. And one time I played it with my youth and we ended up with a twin-sized headboard that we brought back. <laughs> To our church for wow. the grand sale. We ended yeah. up with a sofa one time. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I, I love that. It, 
What do you do then with the sofa? Yes, you I take it to the, the rummage now. sale, right? You take it to the yes. garage sale. That yeah. is awesome. I want to do yeah. that in my neighborhood. Works, <laughs> works great in small towns. Yes. So I've actually heard a story about a guy who did that and ended up with a house. Like he actually <laughs> got a house from starting with a little thumbtack or something like that. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't suggest doing that with your higher things retreat in a box event, but you know, <laughs> stopping short of a house might be might be sufficient. But but yeah, we understand that these these events, if you've never done them before, are intimidating. And we know that there is such great teaching available for our kids. And our kids are wrestling with all of these great questions. We want to make that accessible to them, but not make putting on an event a stumbling block for you to be able to do that. So we just want to make that easy and accessible for you. Tell us about the team who puts together the resources that go into the, quote, box. Yeah. Uh, Well, actually, we had a really fun week. It was a a year and a half ago already where we gathered together six different pastors and a few different administrative folks from Higher Things. And we captured the content for all six retreat in a boxes, retreats in a box, whatever you want to call it, during one week. And we transferred back and forth between a local congregation and filmed all the sermons. These pastors were sort of put up in our little mobile studio that we put up and we captured all this amazing content. And as you can imagine, all of that amazing work by these great, great pastors was exhausting. But we, you know, we gathered together at a camp and we were able to just pull all of that together in one week. You know, we've got administratively in the background, I'm working on this. We've got our marketing executive who's done just a ton of work to make it look really good and accessible for everybody. We've got a team of, of other support staff who are doing the, you know, the, the tech side of things and editing the videos and making it available uh, for everybody and making sure everything matches up for you so that when you receive the product, it all looks the same and it all looks like something that your kids are going to be really excited to dig into. So yeah, we've got folks probably anywhere from 15 to 20 different people who are working on putting these products together for you to make it, make it accessible for you. Yeah. So talking about timelines, if someone is now hearing this and going, oh, this sounds really interesting. And if they get this product soon-ish, when would that retreat be happening then? What does that timeline actually look like for how quickly someone can implement this? Like next summer are we talking about? Oh, next summer for sure. That would be an easy thing. You could do it before then. Absolutely. I mean, we we build this out to six months just so that it's something that doesn't feel scary and you take the take the time to do all those things. We notice that especially if you're trying to build beyond your congregation, really getting the word out to local congregations and people around you is going to be super important. And so building in that time to make those phone calls and, you know, send those emails, putting these things, if you're if your church has like a Facebook page or things like that, making that marketing available out there, that's really going to help. And so that's why we build it out to six weeks or six months. But you can absolutely do it shorter than that. Give yourself, you know, at least probably three to really plan, start to finish all of the in-depth timelines and things like that. But yeah, you can you can definitely do it shorter than six months. But no more than that, you've got it available. Perfect. So what do people need to know to find it, to use it, all of those details? Yeah, you go to higherthings.org and everything is available for there. Like we said, there's a download. It's about a 10 gig download with all of the amazing materials in there. Or if you can't access that with your Wi-Fi, I will send you a zip drive with everything on there for you to be able to access. But higherthings.org, Retreat in a Box is found on there. You got three available and you're off and running. 
So Sarah, you now have six months to prepare the retreat that you're yeah. doing once you order your retreat in a box. I feel equipped. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I actually do want to do one now. <laughs> It'd be so fun. fun. <laughs> I mean, it's all in yeah. one kit. How, how convenient. Right. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Well, we're going to chat. We're going to catch up about what's going on this summer in just a little bit with Higher mm. Things. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're talking with Kristen Sanchez. She's events executive for Higher Things. And we just got the scoop on Retreat in a Box, Mm -hmm. which you could do in the next three to six months with youth in your congregation or in in your circuit, in your district, or just in your neighborhood. But one of the other really awesome things that Higher Things does, they lead youth conferences every summer. We got to go to this past summer's conference, which was... Amazing. As always. And so tell us about what's in store for 2024 for Higher Things, Kristen. Thank you. Yeah. So we are so excited. Like you mentioned, Higher Things conferences is something that we've been doing since the year 2000. We've done them every year except for one, which was the very first year, 2001. We, we skipped that year, but we put on anywhere from one to five conferences a summer as, as we go forward. And the idea here is that we want to gather youth and young adults together to hear the word of God, be reminded of their baptismal identity, and, and to do that while they're you know learning what college life is going to be like and having a ton of fun together, receiving the gifts of God through worship and teaching and all of that. And so, yeah, like you guys mentioned this summer, we were uh, at two different conferences in Illinois and Texas, and we talked about doubt. We talked about uh, knowing that this faith is true beyond reasonable doubt was our theme. And we discussed, uh, you know, apologetics and and that this is, this is a true faith that can be defended and that we can stand firm on. And in your doubts, in your questions, you know, we always go back to the cross and talk about those things. Building off of that, we're really excited for next summer where we're going to be gathering for three different conferences on the theme of who am I? And the question is identity. The question is what are you to the world? What are you to your parents? What are you to your teachers? What are you to the people? What do the people around you, your peers say that you are? And there is something even more powerful and more valuable and beneficial to that. And that is your identity in Christ. Your identity is found in the wounds of our Savior who died on the cross to save you from your sins. And so that means something for you. That means something for you as you are wandering through this life, as you're sort of working through those young adult years, those trying to figure out who you are in high school and, and, you know, college age. So we understand even that is not an identity that a lot of people hold anymore as college student. And so as you're doing that, we want to just remind you that your identity begins and ends in the wounds of your Savior, in your baptism, where that is delivered to you. And yeah, we want to talk to you about that uh, for four amazing days at three amazing conference sites next summer. 
I'm super excited for this. I, I, I hope we'll be able well, I'm going to go regardless of where the KFMO <laughs> goes. <laughs> I'm going to find my way to a conference this summer to, to experience this. That's such a great uh, topic, a great theme for this, and really timely, I think, something that, that is really needed for youth and young adults. So I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, do you have any inkling of what some of the breakouts are going to, mm-hmm. just general topics of what some of the breakouts and plenaries are going to cover in this, or is that still TBA at this point? Well, it's definitely being built out as we're working with our plenary speakers from the main stages and everything, but it's going to be very vocational. We're going to be talking a lot of first building out, defining who you are, where your identity flows from, and then what does that mean as you're you're working through this life, right? How, what does that mean when you interact with your peers? How does that mean when you interact with your parents, with your professors, with your teachers and things like that? How do you interact as a man, as a woman in this world? Because that is something that has been so drawn into question. You know, we recognize the amazing Gen Z that we work with. It's it's a joy to work with this group because they are wrestling with questions in a way that we did not as millennials, that certainly Gen X didn't and boomers didn't. And we are so excited to wrestle with them and get in the pit with them on some of these things because we know that they're doing it sort of in a more raw way and asking the questions with a little bit less pretense. And that allows for some conversation and and sort of pointing to the answer that that we have. And that's the joy that we do, that we have in the church, the gospel of Jesus Christ that pulls them in again through that through that cross and resurrection is something that will actually give them answers to walk through. And so, you know, we're going to be dealing with Sixth Commandment stuff. We're going to be dealing with Fifth and Seventh Commandment stuff. We're going to be dealing with Eighth Commandment stuff. We're going to be dealing with their identity as they're walking through sort of in all of those realms. And yeah, so we're, we're really excited to dig into those questions and, and kind of not leave anything on the table. What are the, the ways that, that youth will be learning the, uh, uh, and having, you know, developing mm-hmm. clarity about identity? Uh, you, you know, in Retreat in a Box, we talked about there are times of prayer and mm-hmm. there are times of catechesis and instruction, also some time for games and crazy <laughs> activities and food as well. What happens <laughs> What happens at a Higher Things conference? What's going to happen at the Who Am I conferences? Maybe, maybe even just a typical day. Yeah, yeah. So we're kind of a microchasm of, of your larger life within the church, right? We don't want to look anything different than what you look like the other 51 weeks of the year. And so that's going to look like worship and teaching and fun. And the way that we play that out is that your day is kind of peppered with worship services, kind of the way really the historic Christianity had such a beautiful way of, of living this sort of life of prayer, right? That kind of is is punctuated as your day goes on. And so you're going to start with a divine service. You're going to end with a divine service. We're going to gather around the gifts sort of in their most uh, full functions around around communion. And that as a group, as the, the week goes on, there's going to be evening prayer each night. There's There's going to be matins each morning. There's going to be vespers each afternoon. Groups have the opportunity to pray Compline together sort of on their own or with other groups just to kind of close the end of the day, just to to pray through your day so that we are receiving the gift of sacraments and word as the week goes on. So we're formed by that. And those, those worship services, the propers within them are all going to be driving to the point of identity, right? You're going to be hearing about your identity and what God says about you in every single way throughout those worship services. As for the teaching of the topic, we do that in a couple different ways. So the main teaching is going to be done from our plenary stage. That's going to be when the entire 
your group gathers together once every day. And here's sort of the main topic of who am I? And we've got two amazing plenary speakers at each one that we're going to be having on stage there. And, and we can talk about those in a second. But our breakaways then are the other places that they're going to do. And they've got five opportunities to go and hear from various different pastors and lay leaders, deaconesses, DCEs. You know, we've got all these types of folks who come in and teach on a bunch of different topics. I mean, it could be pop culture. It could be a book of the Bible. It could be cultural issues that they're approaching, all with this sort of bent of identity and vocation. And so they've got five opportunities for that kind of first come, first serve. We've got a panel that they can sit on where we've got four amazing theologians who are going to sit and just sort of field questions that come in anonymously. They can text in questions and, and deal with the things that are really that they're struggling with at that time. And and when those questions come in anonymously, anonymously we start to deal with some really big things. And it's amazing to hear what, what our kids are dealing with. Like I said, they're sort of raw and without pretense. And, and it's fun to sort of get in the pit in those moments. And then we've got opportunities for fireside chats where it's a little bit more sort of one-on-one conversation with the speakers and the presenters to deal with some more of those tough issues. There's something magical that happens around a fire. And when we can actually have a, a real actual fire, some of that conversation is just incredible. So those are that's the teaching. And then, of course, there's just a ton of fun that happens. We've got everything from, you know, inflatable games to archery tag to different competitions throughout the course of the week. There's painting, there's, we've had Lego competitions before, just ways for them to kind of blow off steam and things like that. And then they're eating in cafeterias, they're sleeping in dorm beds. It's exhausting, but it's amazing. And then we send them home for their pastors and youth leaders to take care of them the rest of the year, because that's who is given to the, to take care of them, right? We don't try to be their church. We don't want to be their church. We want to push them back to their congregation, to the people who are given to them vocationally to serve them in those places. So that's what a week looks like. Yeah, it is jam-packed with a whole mm-hmm. bunch of good stuff. And it's it, not a lot of sleep. But you're not a lot of <laughs> no. sleep. Yeah, yeah. But, and it takes about a week or two to decompress and like process everything that just mm-hmm. happened to you. But it is so good. And there's so many opportunities to learn, which is just awesome. So you mentioned plenary speakers who are mm-hmm. some of the people that that we can that we can know right now yeah yeah so we are so excited we just announced this about a week and a half ago a couple of weeks ago i guess and so Okay, we are starting our season at Concordia University in Wisconsin, going to Mequon at the end of June. And on the stage there, we are going to have, I know, friend of your program, Flame, Lutheran hip-hop artist. We are so excited to have him on stage That's talking awesome. about where he's found his identity in Lutheranism and all of that. And then we've got Pastor Jeff Ware, who's going to be sharing the stage with him. And he's a, pa- a parish pastor from out in uh, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina area. And then we're off for a couple weeks. We're coming back at it in the middle of July. And we're going to be at the University of the Ozarks in Clarksville, Arkansas. And for that week, we've got Michelle Bauman, who is the uh, director of Y for Life, which is the youth arm of Lutherans for Life. And she is just wonderful. And then we've got Pastor Brett Simic, who is a parish pastor at Trinity Lutheran Rantoul in Hilbert, Wisconsin. So we've got a wonderful team there. And then we're finishing out our season at the end of July in Port. Portland at Lewis and Clark College, which is this awesome little college out there, incredible little chapel that we're going to be worshiping in. And out there we have Dr. Scott Keith, who is the executive director of 1517, and he's going to be talking identity and vocation and then finishing out with Pastor Merritt Dembski, who is fairly close to you guys in in St. Louis. He's over in Waterloo, Illinois. He's a parish pastor out there. So we've got just this amazing lineup of folks. We're going to be reminding and pointing people back to the cross, back to their baptism. It's going to be a really great season. In order to attend, 
a Who Am I conference in 2024. What should congregations, parents, leaders, youth leaders, youth be doing at this point in order to prepare? Because registration isn't quite open, but I know that's opening Mm -hmm. soon. Yeah, November 1st is when registration opens. And the good thing is just because it opens that day doesn't mean you have to have every deck in a row. But uh, starting to prep right now is great. All of our registration materials are out at higherthings.org. You can get to the Who Am I website from there. And there's actually a really great new tile called New to Higher Things. And that's going to give you that same sort of timeline that tells you exactly when to do what throughout the year, whether that means certain fundraisers or preparing different registration forms or things like that. But the form and the policies and procedures and everything is listed out there. I would start gathering your group, start deciding where you're going to go so that when registration opens November 1st, you can get in. Our early bird rate runs from November 1st to January 31st. Then you go up to the regular rate starting in February. There's a late fee that gets added on in May. But once you get those things registered and paid in full, you know, you're locked in and ready to go. I wouldn't be surprised if we hit a wait list or two this year. So a registering early would be a great idea. Plus then you get that early bird rate as well. Very good. Higherthings.org. You can learn more information about both Retreat in a Box and the Who Am I conferences taking place in summer 2024. All those are under the events tab. Kristen, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning, giving us the the inside scoop on what's going on with with Higher Things this year. Yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. It's been fun. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.